Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Daily Mic Drop, episode number 21. I am Mike Zaccio, and as always, I appreciate you taking some time out of your nights and evenings to spend some time and chat with me for a little bit. As always, I do like to start the shows with a user slash viewer submitted question. This one comes to us from TikTok. I get a lot of DMs on TikTok. Not so many on Instagram. I get a you know decent amount, but TikTok seems to be really where it's at for, uh, for questions. Um, so let's see what we got here. Uh, I was wondering if you can make a video or just answer my question about um, when is it a good time to talk about your ex with your current partner? I am seeing someone new who is amazing, but I still struggle sometimes from emotional abuse that my ex put put me through. Um, how and when uh, do I bring that up? So great question. I think it's something that everyone deals with whenever they're in the uh, beginning stages of dating someone. Ordinarily, I say, you know, uh, first of all, I, I believe that you know exes should be talked about just because I think it gives you a a good idea of where your partner is coming from and kind of what they expected. Like I, I think it's I think it's a con- I think it's a perfectly okay and acceptable question to ask like your part the person that you're seeing. Hey, like why did your last relationship end or something like that? I don't know that I would go into like so tell me all about your ex and what they were like. But I think asking like you know why did your last relationship end could be telling. In this case, I think anything that has to do with Abuse of any kind, emotional, physical, um, I think it's something that's important to get out er- sooner rather than later just because like just – just so that the person that you're seeing is now aware of some of the things that you've gone through. So in case you do have any triggers, they, they're cognizant of that and they can possibly avoid that during any types of conversations or anything. Um, but overall, I think that exes should be talked about pretty early on in the relationship just because that that is part of your past and oftentimes – your past relationships kind of mold you into who you are today. Like I can say with full certainty that every relationship in one, in some way, shape or form has shaped me into who I was for the next relationship. And I think it all led me to be the person that I am today. Again, I don't think that on a first date you should sit there and go into, well, my ex was this, she was that, she was that, she was that. Like, but yeah, like I, I know a lot of people are very weary of the whole ex conversation. It's like, Oh, you never talk about your exes in a relationship. I think that that's stupid because it's part of your past. And I think that if you plan on progressing in a relationship with someone, they need to know not everything about who you are, but like they need to know the full scope of of things that you've gone through. Like, you know, the longer that you're with someone, the more detailed I think that your conversation should have and the and the better knowledge they should have of your full body of you know, who you are as a human being. Certain your dating experiences and instances that happened in those relationships I probably wouldn't bring up until we were further into our relationship. But I think in, in general, like, you know, I don't know that I would say like on my first date, I mean like, oh yeah, no, I dated a single mom for two years and basically raised a child. But like, if we started seeing each other a little bit more seriously, it is obviously something that I would bring up because I feel like the later she would find out that information, it would be even more like a bomb being dropped on her, like, oh, I had no idea of this. And I always try to avoid that moment. Like, I never want my girlfriend, or now in my case, like my fiance, to ever be shell-shocked by a piece of information about me. Um, there are certain things that I've, like, touched on, be like, you know, I'll go into more detail about this, like, major event in my life, um, but I just want to let you know this was a part of it, and then, you know, we'll talk about it later, but, like, I wouldn't drop the whole thing on her all at once. Oh, we have a question in the queue. Let's see what we got here. I have a first date tomorrow, and I am super nervous. Any advice for for conversation starters? Uh, it's a great question. I actually just got this question 
today from someone else. Like the same thing about like, you know, conversation starters, whatever. I believe in like, in, in making a first date like an interview. I don't believe that they should be interviews, but like they should be, it, it should be like a two way interview. So like for me, like I have a journalism background. I'm very much used to the one way street of conversation and interviewing. Like I'm the reporter. I'm going to ask you questions because I need to get information. There's no reason for them to ever ask me questions. Like that's, that's not what this dynamic is. Um, I don't believe that that should be the case in relationships. I think that it should very much be give and take in any kind of, you know, situation. But that's also why I think that, you know, like that interview style of like getting to like my big piece of advice is like get to know people. Like this is your time in the first like the first date like. Because this is when you're going to determine, like, do I want to see them again? Like, I would try to gather whatever information you need to determine that. Like, this is this something? Is this someone that I'd want to see again, or is this someone that it's pretty much a one and done? Because I think the more dates that you go on, at least again, this is just in my experience, the more dates that you go on, and the deeper you get into a relationship, the harder it is to end things, just because you know, then they might feel, oh, you let me on, or you might start de- developing some feelings for them, but like not enough feelings for them to see it through or vice versa. Like they might start developing feelings for you. Usually after a first date, like there aren't too many feelings being developed that like if, if things ended and it just didn't, you know, if, if you had a first date and it just wasn't great um, and things, and you didn't have a second date, it's not the worst thing in the world. I know this is something that uh, Kristen Hutchison and I talked about when she was on last week, how like I would personally respect like having a date or whatever. And like a girl just being like, Hey, like, you're a great guy, but just, you know, it's, you know, there's, there's nothing here, right? You know, like, this is pretty good. Um, I actually went on one of those, like, I don't even know why I didn't think about it in the moment, but it's one of those, like, after the fact you realize. But I remember literally going on a date with someone and, like, halfway through the date, realized, like, the, I think the both of us realized, like, pretty quickly, like, yeah, you're not my type, I'm not your type. Like, we got along, but just not in a romantic element. Like, I don't know that she was attracted to me. I wasn't, you know, super attracted to her. Um, but we got along and it was great. You know, we had a few drinks at the bar or whatever. We still follow each other on Instagram. I think, I, unless I checked, I think she was in like in a happy relationship, whatever. And like, you know, I, I'll like her post whenever I see, you know, the two of them together. Like, I'll like pretty much any post that I see of like couples together, uh, baby announcements, engagements, anything like that. Because like, like my boy Josh brought this up the other day. Like, it... It, but he brought it up with Mother's Day. Like, if you post a Mother's Day post or something like that, and it comes across my feed, and I don't like it, I should just unfollow you, because if I'm not going to like that, what will I like? Um, so that's where I think, like, I, first of all, I loved that, uh, that that tweet and that post that he put out there, because I think it's the absolute truth. And I think it's the same thing for, like, life events. Like, if I follow you, like, I don't know how many people I follow on Instagram, but, like, if I follow you in any way, shape, or form on social media, and you have something good going on in your life... And I don't like it, then why am I following you? Um, I know that kind of went on a little bit of a tangent for uh, for Amber's question here, um, but yeah, like I would ask 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 questions that will help you get to know them, and that will keep the conversation flowing. Like you know, ask questions until you find something that maybe you two have in common, and then you can kind of go off of that or try to take an interest in some of the things that that they're interested in. So if you know, I'm seeing a girl and she's into Magic the Gathering and I could not care less or know anything about Magic the Gathering. I might poke and prod just to be like, oh, you know, how long, like, how long you've been playing Magic the Gathering? You know, kind of tell me a little bit more about that or whatever. Like, why, like, 
what is it about Magic the Gathering that you like so much? Because just because one, it shows that you are taking an interest in their interests, um, and two, now you're getting like you're actually getting information about them. So you you are learning about them. You never know what what little nugget of information is going to you know pique their interest in you. And um, like I said, I think I think the first date is all about kind of getting to the next date and it's one of the like one of those things um but for a first date it's a lot about just figuring out is this person is this someone that you would want to see again so yeah that's that's probably the best piece of advice that i got for for amber is just ask questions that will keep the conversation flowing don't try to ask yes or no questions you know try to ask very open-ended questions that they can maybe elaborate on and if they don't elaborate off of their initial answer then just say like hey like you know, like, like, tell me more. Like, you know, it's like Grease song. Like, tell me more. Tell me more. Like, whatever it is. Because most people will want to talk about their passions. Like, if if, a, if I was on a first date and a girl asked me about karaoke, I can go on a karaoke rant. And if she was even remotely interested in karaoke, I would be exponentially more interested in her because now I'm like, oh, wow, like, we have something in common. I, uh, Jack's asking a question. What do you suggest to keep things fun? And we go for quarantine dates. Um, it's a really good question. Like, I'm not very well versed in quarantine dates because one, I've never done them, and two, like, I'm engaged now and I'm quarantined with my fiance, so like, I don't even have, you know, it's not like I'm dating someone and we have to like kind of figure it out. I would just try to think of, like, out of the, like out of the box ideas. Like, you know, try to make it to where, you know, they're like they're actual dates. Like, I. I like, I have the, what I'm going off of right now is, like, you know, the quarantine dates that I see. Like, I love seeing the dates of, like, you know, we both got really dressed up, whatever, or we had, like, a theme night or something like that. Uh, we both prepared to make, you know, the same meal or something like that. So, like, something to kind of bring you two together rather than just say, like, hey, do you want to have a quarantine night? And then you show up in a t-shirt and jeans with a beer and pizza. And meanwhile, you know, they got all dressed up in a really nice outfit they made this home cooked meal whatever and off the bat it's just going to be like oh like like cool that you're you know doing you and you're comfortable but like i feel like i i feel like it gives the vibe of like you know we're in two different like you you're very aware that you're in two different places whereas if you said like hey like let's get dressed up like let's do like a black tie affair or something like that and then you both show up like you can almost kind of get lost in the chat and be like wow like we're actually having like a like a black tie date right now, whatever, and something like that. Yeah, you know, like if you like making drinks, or whatever. Like, hey, like let's, like I'll make, like I'll teach you how to make my favorite cocktail, and you show me how to make your favorite cocktail, and then we'll try them, and then we can kind of cross reference and see what that's like. Or just home cooking, like you know, just get a, a feel for like, hey, you know, I'm gonna cook a dish or whatever. Like, you can prepare your own dishes. Be like, hey, we're both gonna do Italian tonight, but like you make your favorite Italian dish, I'll make mine. Um, and you might, you could even start the date before like dinner in, in terms of like start the date when you two are preparing so that like you can kind of talk to each other like through your steps or be like, yeah, no, I'm making linguine and this is how I make it. You know, like my grandmother taught me, you know, to add this little you know, ingredient or something like that. And it really gives it a nice pop or something like that. Just little. And then from there, you, you might not know, or you, you might find, you know, little nuggets of information that you wouldn't have otherwise known. And then. If you when we eventually get out of this fucking quarantine and you guys have you know dinner together and if you make linguine and you use that secret recipe, now he not only does he appreciate that because you know he's gonna like that, but now he knows that you listened to him and t you know thought enough to now apply that into a date with him. 
Uh, what do you do when you find your ex's things that you know they would want back and they were mean last time you saw them? I don't want to throw them out. I remember like there was this one girl that I was seeing and that was like crazy about it. Like just drop dead gorgeous. Like, you know, we had like an amazing connection and then things just kind of like fizzled out. She was busy with life or whatever. And we just kind of stopped seeing each other. And then I realized I'm like, oh shit, like I have her, um, I, I don't like, they're not leggings or I don't know what they would be called. So some of the ladies might be able to help me out, but like they're the things that go over like your, your ankles and shins, but like, you have, like, they're, like, they're not like leggings, like, you know, like full pants. It's just like, you know, like little like leg warmers, I guess they would be. Um, so I found, I had those in, in my car and I also, I got her like the Dunkin' Donuts, um, curing pods because I knew she liked Dunkin' Donuts. And I'm like, well, I have these, um, like these leg warmers to, that I, I would assume she would want back. Leg warmers. See, I'm a ball today. So I assumed that she would want them back because it's December. It's around Christmas time. I would assume that she would want them back. And I figured, I'm like, well, shit, I already bought these Dunkin' Donuts pods. Like, I'll just drop them off at her house. Like, I know where she lives. And, like, I don't know that, they, like, I feel like it would have been more awkward to reach out to her and be like, hey, I have these things. Like, would you like me to swing by? Would you want to, like, meet up or something like that? Like, I feel like it would just be a lot more awkward to actually meet up and, like, do the exchange and be like, Okay, bye. And then just leave. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just drive to her house one day like when I have to be in the in the neck of the woods for work. I'll leave him on her doorstep or on her porch or whatever. And and that will be that. Um, so I did. And I never got like a text or anything like, like a thank you or whatever. So either she got them and just didn't care or they got, you know, taken by wolves. Whatever. Life goes on. I'm very happy. Um... And it's just a lesson learned in life. So, but going back to, to Jack's question, like, I mean, you could obviously reach out to them and be like, hey, I have these things, you know, or so if, and they said they were mean to you last time. Hey, like, I know we didn't end on a good note the last time we talked, but I still have these things of yours. I assume you'd want them back, you know, if if so, how would you like, like, when can I drop them off or whatever? If, if they were mean to you, I don't know that you need to have a face-to-face exchange. I think that could be a situation where you just drop it off or you'd like leave it outside and they can come pick it up. So there's no face to face interaction. Um, like, yeah, obviously you can like throw them out or whatever, but I, you know, no matter how bad someone treats me, like I feel like I'm just, I, I can't bring myself to do that. Like, you know, Oh, well she didn't want to see me anymore. Fuck her. Like, and just toss her stuff. Cause like, it's not my stuff to, to do with. Um, yeah. So you can reach out and just be like, Hey, I have your stuff. What would you like me to do with it? Like, I can drop it off at your place, but we can, you know, you can come pick it up here. Or if you don't want it, I can toss it. Like I, said, I don't know what the items are. Um, but yeah, I feel like when, when you get into face-to-face interactions, it can create a lot of awkwardness and a lot of, you know, weird conversations or feelings. And, um, and, and if you don't know how it's going to go, I would try to avoid that. If you think meeting up would be a very good thing, then I'd say, hey, can we meet up? Um, other than that, like, if their shit is at your place and they were mean to you, then I would say like, okay, well you like you can come pick it up whenever you like. It, it would like I'll leave it outside and you can come pick it up. Like I wouldn't necessarily overextend myself to go help them. I've done it in the past, but I'm an asshole. So you know, don't be an asshole like me. And you know, I, I guess it's spiteful and a little petty, but 
you know, sometimes we need to be a little petty in life. Concert tickets for the holidays, but we broke up. Who should keep the ticket? It's your tickets and you can do what you want. You, if, if it's a concert that you don't particularly care for, then you can like sell your half of the tickets or whatever. Like be like, hey, you know, I got these tickets because I wanted to go with you, but it's very obvious that like this is a band that you wanted to see. Like if I had bought Shannon and Jonas Brothers tickets and then we broke up or something like that, but like I bought the tickets, I would first offer be like, hey, I got these for you because you're a huge Jonas Brothers fan. It's like I like I like them. I don't like them enough to go with someone else. Like I would want to go with her. So I'd be like, I can give you the option to buy them or I would just sell them. So that's how I would handle that. Um, do you all have any other questions and, and whatnot? Because like, I see that now we're at the... Oh, your duet. We did um, Paradise by the Dashboard Light by Meatloaf, which is like... I know... So my feeling is like... Okay, I've, like I've literally written articles about like karaoke etiquette. Like nobody should ever do a song over five minutes like unless you can fucking kill the song. Um, so like for me... yeah. Um, like whenever I hear someone like, doing like Bohemian Rhapsody... Living on a Prayer, Paradise by the Dashboard, like any of these like, you know, five, six, seven, eight minute songs, I'm just like, and, and they're not good. I just want to like bash my head against the, the table. Um, but if you're good, like, I don't care how long your song is, like, I would, I would appreciate it. Um, so for us, like, we, I always say like, I'm like a six singer, like a six out of 10, but I'll bring like eight and a half out of 10 entertainment. So like, it gives the appearance that I'm better than I actually am. Certain songs I'll sing better than others um there's karaoke etiquette yes in i'm gonna do one episode one of these days like i'm gonna get one of the karaoke people i might i might do that with jack one day like we might have like a karaoke like we might have one of these shows i'll have him on a tuesday or, or a, a thursday because it won't be karaoke night and we'll just talk about karaoke etiquette or i might do an episode i've been talking about doing an episode with shannon like one day like it'll just be like the two of us sitting here and y'all can just ask you should put together a virtual karaoke like we've thought about that the problem is, like, I live in, in a condo, and I have downstairs neighbors, and I have across-the-hall neighbors, and I have down-and-across-the-hall neighbors. And while when you're at a bar at karaoke night, people are kind of expecting to hear that, when you're at home just trying to chill and watch The Big Bang Theory or stream Netflix, don't know that you want to hear your drunk neighbors singing karaoke possibly poorly. So, yeah, like, yeah, we've talked about, you know, Shannon and I, now that I see that she just joined... I've talked about, like, you know, the two of us should do, a like, one of these uh, chats here so that y'all can, like, ask us questions and we can bring people on. Um, oh, my God, you can totally bring people on. Like, <laughs> different kind of different kind of karaoke etiquette with karaoke at home. Yes. Broom for name. Yes. Um, yeah, my karaoke etiquette, like, you know, you shouldn't – so what my, one of my big things with karaoke is, like, you, you never laugh at the person. Like, no matter how bad they are, like uh, – Actually, one exception. You can chuckle to me, like, if they're really, really bad, but you can clearly tell they think they're really, really good. Like, if it's someone that's just clearly, like, they're up there and they're trying and they're just there to have a good time kind of thing, like, don't laugh at them. Don't be that asshole. But, like, if it's someone that, like, you, you think, like, you can tell they think that they're auditioning for American Idol right now and they just suck, like, then that's when you, I feel like you can give the looks of, like, and just kind of like talk amongst your friends and whatnot. Um, yeah, like clap if they're trying. We are a very support. Like Jack will tell you, like we are a very supportive karaoke crew. Like a lot of people, like can be pretty snobby and in whatever clicks they're in. Like we are most definitely a click, but we're a supportive click. So if someone says like, 
Like a lot of people will say like, oh, I've never done karaoke before or I'm really, really nervous. Like we will cheer them on. We'll be like, no, like you got this. Like let's go, let's go. Because like I remember being that person like that. I'm going to sit at the bar. Like maybe I'll do like one song or something like that. Because I felt like nervous and I didn't want to embarrass myself. And then like once I started getting closer, like I got close to Jack and then, you know, that then I got integrated with the karaoke crew and that just gave me more confidence to really kind of be myself. And it just, um, I love supporting people. Yeah, like that's, I believe in feeding more positivity into the world rather than negativity because I think that it comes back to you in a good way. Like I think that people who are always negative and people who are putting other people down, I think that they eventually kind of get theirs in the end. Um, so I try, like, I don't succeed all the time. Like, you know, we're all flawed humans. So like there will be times like I'll catch myself that guy probably shouldn't have like chuckled at that or whatever. Like, you know, maybe he, like maybe he doesn't think he's as good as he is. Like maybe he really is just trying. Um, but I really try to give everyone the, the benefit of the doubt. We need more positive and supportive people in the world. Yeah. Like there's way, especially now, like there's way too much negativity and people like shitting on other people. Um, and just, just, just feeding negativity. Like I've, prefer to focus more on like, you know, when this is over, these are all the things that I want to do. Like one of my friends, like I was talking to her, like I was texting her this morning that like, I can't wait for like COVID to be over just because like, when it's like, this has given me one, you know, a a spark of of motivation and an inspiration to like to do these chats and these streams and everything like that. But also like, it's given me a newfound appreciation for life, for my friends, for, for freedom. So like when this is over and I've I think I've said this on the chat before, but like, I kind of also, if I have, I'm glad. And if I haven't, I'm saying it now so that y'all can check me when this is all over. But like, I'm going to book people for dates and I don't care if it's like three, four weeks out. Like if, if this thing ends July 1st, I don't care if I need to tell someone like, you know, Hey, August 20th, you know, we're going to get together or August 16th, we're going to get together just because like I miss people. And like, I don't care if it's because like, Hey, I'm working nights this weekend and then you're working days the next weekend and like and it just takes a while like I'm going to make the effort and if you know if people aren't and that's going to tell me a lot like if people aren't willing to get together like not willing to get together then I might just cut them out of my life because it's like we just had like we're now going two months in quarantine and like I miss the shit out of a lot of people and if they're just like yeah no we'll we'll see or whatever then like and I can tell that they're not really all that invested and interested then like Okay, then maybe I need to just reevaluate our friendship. But like, if someone just says like, hey, I'm insanely busy for the month of July, but like, let's totally do something in August. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm the type of person, if you tell me, let's get together for lunch on August or or on October 12th at two o'clock, I'll be ready October 12th at two o'clock. Like, that's just the type of person that I am. Um, Darren, I wonder if anyone has actually, has actually been discovered through karaoke. Um, I mean, I like low key was like my, my 30th birthday, like we did, uh, Shannon threw like a, a Greece fifties themed party, which one of the main reasons why I love her. Cause I've always wanted to go to a sock op and I did, I don't know if it was jailhouse rock or Johnny be good, but like, I knew I was doing like a lot of like oldies that night or cause I wanted to try to keep in like the fifties theme. And some guy came up to me and he's like, Hey, like, are you in a band? And I'm like, no, why? He's like, dude, you got a great voice. Like, Hey, like, you know, I have a band, you know, like if you ever want to jam sometime, like, let's do it. And I'm like, like, are you serious right now? Like, like, I've, like I, I was part of a boy band for a little bit, but like, that's, that's not the same as like a band. Like that's like dancing around or whatever. And like, you know, singing a couple of verses here and there. Like I've never been like in a band band. Um, so, you know, we, we, link, we linked up and we got together for like a practice session or two. I definitely want to do it 
again, I'm, at least like nobody in our our group has been discovered. I think that that a lot of our people have have great voices, um, and I think that if so, if someone was you know hiding out in the wings, I think that someone could possibly stumble upon a hidden gem. So um, I don't see any other questions coming in, and I, I talked your ear off a lot for uh, the last couple of days and, and everything else. Um, tomorrow I'm going to have my ex Emilyons, which is going to be a very interesting chat. I'm sure if you have any questions for myself or for her or for the, the both of us together, whatever, um, feel free to DM me. You can also email me at daily info at gmail.com and we'll have the chat, the, uh, the questions ready for tomorrow. We're obviously going to be talking about like, you know, being friends as exes after the fact and whatnot, but uh, I'm very intrigued to see how that chat goes. And if you have any questions, like whether you just recently broke up with someone or just if you have feelings that I believe exes can be friends, I believe exes should not be friends, I would love to hear from you. Like I, I want to hear from all points of view, not necessarily like I – don't, I don't want yes people of like, oh, hey, Mike, like I agree with every single thing that you ever say. Like that should never be the case. Like there should be something at some point that you disagree with. Um, so if this is one of those cases, I would love for you to join the chat and you can chime in and be like, hey, Mike, you know, I don't think that my, my – boyfriend or whatever should be friends with his ex or anything like that i would love to hear from you but other than that um, like i said dm me if you have any questions and i will see you tomorrow at eight o'clock so have a good night stay inside don't break quarantine if you have to break quarantine wear a mask and don't be stupid and uh have a good night all right peace